it's Christmas time when all the lights are coming on at night. For everywhere we go We're leaving footprints in the snow Drive beside the fire's glow Awaiting Santa's ho, ho, ho Christmas time is finally here Shout for joy and sing with cheer Sound of laughter in the air Peace and love are everywhere Nachos amigos and welcome to Record Breakers Christmas Edition. Holiday edition. You know, we're, we're gonna be inclusive, but we're here in the Christmas episode to celebrate all the holidays in this one day and hanging out together, so have a wholesome time for this wonderful second edition of our Christmas episode. Uh of course we have our regular jolly, jolly merry men uh cohorts. Uh, we've got Patrick. Hello. We've got Drew. Ho, ho, ho. And we've got Brett. Uh, here is something you can't understand. How I could just review an album. Yes. Uh, we're here to talk about an album. We're here to talk about something wholesome, family-oriented. Uh, actually, I, I, it sounds like I'm about to <laughs> reveal something. I, I'm, like... I'm not even sure I'd call this family-oriented. The whole album's about fucking. Am <laughs> uh, well, I the only one who gathered that? That's, that's, yeah, that's how I you guess, make a family. I guess. You know, he's a married man. He likes to, he <laughs> likes to bang his wife. Uh, we're going to be talking about some country. Uh, we're going to be talking about an album I found at a Goodwill in Atlanta. Uh, we're going to be talking about Dale McBride's uh, Let's Be Lonely Together. Uh, because I saw this face and I had to buy this album. Um, oddly enough, uh, Dale McBride is actually pretty, pro- uh, kind of, uh, prolific in a sense, uh, musician, uh, was signed by Dean Martin himself to, to reprise records for a moment. Uh, has worked with other people. His son had a, is a Terry McBride, I believe his name is. Uh, has a band called McBride and the Ride. Uh, has written for written singles for Brooks and Dunn. Uh, he's charted. Uh, but we're gonna talk about Let's Be Lonely Together. Uh, the album I found and had to buy. Uh, of course, you know we're we're not we're not country music experts. We're not we're not big on the country. So we we decided to bring in a ringer, somebody to be our to be our country music expert. And also, he's the guy. Uh, that was there when I found this album. We have Matthew Squiggles Walton. How you doing, Matt? I'm pretty great. <laughs> uh, I am also, as far as I know, the only born and bred Texan. Yes. Uh, here. Yes. Obviously the not only... the only one in existence. Obviously. Uh, the only Texan here. Nope, the, there's the, just one. And, <laughs> and Squiggles me. represents the entire state of Texas. There's exactly. one person with that license plate, and it's Squiggles. Well, he was born and bred. Yes, yeah. in Texas. born and bred in Texas. Um, 
Yeah, he, he, we've got. We're going to talk about an, a, a gentleman that hails from Lampasas. Uh, we're going to discuss it with a gentleman that hails from Denton, and a gentleman uh, that currently lives in Austin. Uh, none of the rest of us have any connection to ta- Texas, as far as we know. Um, yeah, Dylan McBride. Let's be alone together. Uh, let's talk about expectations uh, from the crew. I'll start with the current Texan pa- Patrick. What were your expectations coming into this album? Uh, I had no idea. I, I I did believe the the album had the second most emo title of anything I had ever heard. Second only to even Hitler had a girlfriend by the Mr. D experience. So um, I knew I was going to get uh, uh, something about about that lonely ass feeling. Uh, but beyond that, I had no idea. Guy named Dale McBride, probably country. But who knew? Who knows? Yes. Um, Drew, what expectations did you have coming into this album? Well, you said you found it sort of randomly. You showed us the album cover, um, you know, which seemed sort of pieced together, and said it was a country record. Besides those pieces of information, I was lost. Like, I had no idea the history that this guy has in the recording industry i had no idea like what i was in for i just expected some some country music yeah (laughs) we got some country music uh brett what expectations did you have coming into this album well well, i uh, that particular album that was in your hand i i've i've I was not there during the purchasing, but I was stared at while I slept um, when it was back in our room. <laughs> um, but no, uh, like Dale McBride sounds like, I don't know, it could be an Irish folk singer for all I know. But uh, I knew it was country music. Um, you could tell by the, the, the lettering being done on that album in rope. Yes. Um, you know, uh, it's a telltale sign. Um, but I, I didn't know if this was going to be like, you know, tearing my beer or uh, tight fitting jeans country. Nice. Um, you know, I, I was hoping for trashy Conway Twitty, but I would also ex- ex- accept, uh, oh, well, these are guys that don't play the blues, but they play blues. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I, you know, I really had no clue. I was not familiar with him or uh, his t- <laughs> or his son uh, in their uh I, I did go down a Wikipedia hole to try and figure out, okay, what's the likelihood the Squiggles knows one of these guys that's in this other band um, <laughs> of his son? But otherwise, I didn't know a whole lot before I started listening. Yeah. Uh, Squiggles, Matt, uh, as our resident country music, music expert, uh, go ahead and tell us a little bit about this album. or what, how, Describe this album musically. What what makes uh, make up the themes elements of this record? Uh. First of all, I think it should get points for the instrumentation overall, I think was fairly good. Like it was pretty strong guitar and uh, steel guitar playing at points. Uh, good intros and outros. Uh, however, his Dale McBride's voice, uh, I would describe it as uh, uninspired generic honky tonk voice. Mm-hmm. There is well, no emotion behind it, and if what little emotion there is 
it's just kind of mildly sad. Like it's <laughs> he sounds bummed. <laughs> not not even full on sad, just kind of bummed. Yes. Like his softball like his softball team lost. <laughs> yeah. Uh <laughs> But yeah. Squiggles, what what is it that you what what do you know? What 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 makes you a country music expert? How can you what's well, your honky tonk voice? <laughs> My grandfather had a uh he had a single. He didn't sing it, but uh, if you go to YouTube, oh God, and you type in, uh, let's see, twenty beers, uh, you can hear Jimmy Skinner sing the song my granddad wrote named Twenty Beers." Yes. So you come from honky so tonk. I come from a honky tonk heritage, yes. and I have a guitar behind me to prove it. Yes, Squiggles. Squiggles is is our expert in both types of music. Country and Western. Exactly. Uh, we started this describing that he grew up in Denton. I don't think we need to call in the question his countryness yeah. <laughs> real quick here. He's Texan. Um, I will say that there, there, there were, uh, in this record, I do not believe that there were any, uh, they, he's saying anything about mama or trains or trucks or prison that, or getting drunk. That's more Appalachian. Or even his dog. Yes. Or even Didn't his think dog. about his dog. Um, yeah, Patrick, what would be the themes elements that caught your attention on this record? Uh, this is the most wholesome album about fucking ever. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've never known Dale McBride, and I will never know Dale McBride because he passed away many years ago. But uh, this man uh, loved two things. He loved ballads, and he loved making sweet, sweet love to his, uh, to his wife in, in their presumably a, mog- a homo- uh, monogamous relationship. He also did not or like songs about cheating <laughs> or homogenous. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it was 100% missionary. I don't know. It's, it's a nice male. It's, it's yeah. homogenous. You but son. It was heated um, up. Well I think, emulsified. I think, I think like Squig said, like, like I was, I was genuinely impressed at the <laughs> instrumentation and quality of the music for what is otherwise a little-known country album from the late seventies, uh, this was it was it was well played, but um, it's a friendly reminder that country music is uh, the inadvertent f- uh, forerunner of emo music, uh, <laughs> subject matter-wise, and uh, also uh, Dale McBride just wants to make all the sweet love, mm-hmm. and uh, and yeah, that's. You know, yeah. I, that is the uh, inescapable message of this record. We'll talk about we'll talk about tr- particular tracks later on, but uh, yeah, Drew, what would be the themes elements that caught your attention on this record? Okay, what the hell am I really supposed to say about this record? Like, really? Like, it's just kind of there, isn't it? Like, uh, it, Squig said it best: the the vocals. Uh, seem a little uninspired um it's up tempo country music um going back through the lyrics it seems like to delve a little deeper into what patrick was talking about it seems like there was two speeds for this record which is the the super happy lovey-dovey great relationship great stuff and then like 
the songs that I think would slot more into the stereotypical like tear in your beer country music type stuff. And it was like it was very like you either got one where I'm in the greatest relationship of all time and this is the best thing I could ever think of or like this is terrible. And it's weird to me that like it's split sort of like that. Um, But like musically, it just is kind of there. Um, not that it was done poorly. It was done actually very well. Like the album came out sounding fidelity wise. Great. Um, the production quality on this record was actually really, really good. Um, I think if I remember correct, it was a bill Walker that was producer on this record. Um, and and I specifically looked that up because it actually like sounded really good. I was expecting like much more like, shoestring budget sort of country music and that's not what i got um there was some guitar licks which was weird like just electric guitar which i was not expecting i was expecting mostly acoustic and soft stuff and then i got electric guitar which was cool and a fiddle Mm -hmm. which if the fiddle in the one fiddle song was any indication there should have been more goddamn fiddle yeah. It was the most interesting thing on this entire record. Johnny Gimble is, uh, yeah, is the only Johnny man. Gimble. It's the only man Google's recognized. Yeah. Uh, he, for those unfamiliar with that name, Johnny Gimble played with uh, Bob Wills and his Texas Playboys. Yeah, there you of go. Course. Yeah, that, of course. Of uh, course. That makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. We all absolutely knew that before Squiggle said it. <laughs> yep. Uh, Brett. What would be the themes elements that caught your attention? Um, well, uh, the, this is definitely of the country music that does not include banjos, mandolins, and people scraping thimbles on top of pieces of rigid steel. This is the, uh, you get a ton of harmonica type of country music. Um, and, uh, you get that, uh, that, uh, 70s quack guitar, uh, a la Jerry Reed, just without the Jerry Reed doing Jerry Reed stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> just, I will get Jerry into more of the guitar stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, he's, yeah. Uh, there's, there's, they're thirsty in Atlanta. Yes. Um, but you know, uh, the, this, uh, this, you know, it, it fits all of the requirements to be a country album. Um, it's of the era of country music where you know it. Country music didn't have a whole lot of rock and positive tunes back in the day. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a branch of folk music that uh, sort of runs parallel with the blues, um, and there's some of that, but it does it in the most weird positive way. Um, <laughs> it's like if Ned Flanders were to write a uh, "Tear in My Beer" album. Um, it's it's very like, uh, yeah, I you know. <laughs> let, let's, let's, uh huh. I, it's it's not I like I don't he inspired a little bit of Ned Flanders. Like, <laughs> well, if, if and it, this is the kind of country music you also didn't expect the most embroidery work to be done on the shirt that the guy's wearing. Um, this is more of a uh, this, this is that's a that's a working man. That's yeah. that's uh that's I, I that collar looks pretty white to me. I'm just saying. yeah. Um. This, I, I don't know if his pistol had an ivory handle, uh, if he has his tie was a bolo tie, but uh, you know he, he he didn't absolutely scream "This is Texas," um, which you know 
is kind of rare for, you know, a musician from Texas. But, uh, you know, it, it definitely came through. Also, it, you know, it, it had different themes. It was the, the, the themes of the, uh, you know, banging and uh, being at the being at the local bar. That's, uh, you know, it most of my experience with country music has been the the uh, mountain people type of the like I work in a coal mine. I make whiskey in in the holler. This is more the uh, the more. Uh, Fine tuned. They they would not have a dobro. They would have a steel guitar. Yeah, and they do. There's electricity where they play. <laughs> That's yes. right, and running water. <laughs> yes. Imagine. I uh, I would like to point out, um, that I brought up the Wikipedia page for Lampasas, Texas. There is a references and pop culture section that I would like to go over real quick. Yes. Uh, apparently, the McBride that we were talking about grew up here. Um, from here. It's mentioned in a Hank Williams uh, Jr. song. Texas Women. Also, it was um, Lampasas, Texas is the title of the second episode of the CBS Western television series Trackdown. It was aired in 1957. The storyline follows a guy trying to block the town from carrying out a legal lynching of an innocent man. Lampasas, Texas. Yes. Where we get Dale McBride and legal <laughs> lynchings and TV. <laughs> And, yes. and also, which you, you get to hear whatever uh, clever voice you've set your uh, ways to when driving in Austin. Because if you get on 183 North, all the signs say it's towards Lampasas. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> towards Lampasas. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this record. Speaking of steel guitar, uh, Squiggles. <laughs> uh, what would be some of the key tracks for you? So... The very first song, a sweet love song the world can bring, it starts out, and I kind of think, you know, the first, like, little bit, just the intro, I think, oh, I can, this this might be pretty good. Like, you know, it does have a whole string section, which always gives me pause in a country album, but, you know, it had a nice bit of a driving beat. And then he starts singing, and then it's just downhill from there. <laughs> uh, you left a lot of woman. This okay, was... Yeah, fuck your bitch. <laughs> <laughs> this was the song that was closest to being a good song, I think. Like, it has this kind of <laughs> groovy intro. <laughs> Uh, Squiggles and- is throwing shade. Squiggles <laughs> <Yes>, is <laughs> savage AF. <laughs> like, it's a groovy intro, and even when he starts out singing, uh, like, he's kind of getting into it, but it's like he remembers where he is, and then he just kind of shrinks back down and just stops putting any emotion or force behind it, behind his singing. Uh, I think if someone were to record a cover of this, it would probably be a pretty good song. Uh, And the ending is uh, also pretty good. It's about as good as the intro, I thought. Uh, The last song I'm thinking about is I Know the Feeling. It's, uh, again, not a bad intro. It reminds me a little bit of New Writers of the Purple Sage, uh, which was a... uh, country band that started out as an offshoot of the grateful dead uh buddy cage played steel guitar uh and after like the second album i think second album onward uh and it had a little bit of that 
and again, it it has this kind of blase vocal, but okay, whatever. It's it's fine. And then he gets to the ba 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 bomb bomb uh, interlude, and all I can think of is there could have been an instrumental break right here, but instead you decided to have Dale McBride and all the background singers singing bomb bomb ba bomb bomb. Bomb, bomb, bomb. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and then at the end, because we need even more bomb, 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 we do a truck driver's gear change, uh, which for those mm-hmm. unfamiliar with that, uh, this reflects, this is a quote from the website that is now defunct, and you have to go to archive.org's Wayback Machine to visit the website. But... This reflects the utterly predictable and labored nature of the transition, evoking a tired and overworked truck trucker ramming the gear stick into the new position with his or her fist. And so basically, you have bomb, 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 bomb in one key, and then they go one more time because we got to hit a uh, time threshold and fade out. And so they move it up a, a half step and keep on going with another round of bump 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 yeah it's a yeah it's the truck driver's gear change it's a you can also check it out on uh tv tropes uh, yes uh yeah it is that it's, it's very common in music is that boom, going up a key or going up a little bit and something like that just to like amp it up again kind of an artificial yeah. amp up like artificial yeah, it's, like mood lifter yeah uh, yeah, it's it's an amp up, artificial amp up, and used to prolong the song. Yeah, um, yeah. and to, and or to, to demonstrate that a woman can sing at a key slightly higher. Yes, <laughs> true. Uh, that's... Yeah, uh, it's usually for that. Uh, I will say, what, what was that? It was like, uh, what was the name of the band? It was like something, the Purple Sage. New Riders of the Purple Sage. I, I know that well, we talked about it. Uh, I talked to you about it uh, off camera before, but uh, I, uh, I had a customer at work at my day job that uh, discussed uh, the, the Grateful Dead, the fact that you love the Grateful Dead. Uh, and he actually mentioned what, that he went to a show at a university back where he lived at where they opened for the dead. <laughs> they, oh, very cool. And he was talking about them and it was like, uh, he was like, oh, nobody, you know, is, he was sitting there going, yeah, how are the Grateful Dead going to top that? <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then, yeah, yeah this, the, the, the rest is history. Um, yeah, Jerry Garcia played steel guitar on New Writer's first album. Yeah, I know. Those, yeah, he was telling me about how he was sitting in with them at like the opening for them for their, for his band. Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, it was a cool stuff. Uh, but moving on, uh, Patrick. Some of the key tracks for you. I'll do the record breakers thing and start with the opener. A sweet love song the world can sing. This guy just wants everyone to be happy and he's going to fucking sing about it. Um, he's This is a song for our divided times. <laughs> we just need a sweet love song that the whole world can sing. This will bring but, us all together. Uh, mm. yeah. Is this the one we want to go with? I'm not. I'm just saying conceptually, we need a love song we can all sing. Not this I would have went to the world, but that's I'm, me, I guess. Oh, fuck Christmas music. <laughs> Have you heard "Oi to the World"? It's one of the greatest punk songs ever. Yes. Uh, you, man. The the title track, "Let's Be Lonely Together," 
Um, like, like I said, uh, up top, the instrumentation on this record is kind of great for being a little known album from the late seventies. Um, and Dale McBride just, just wants to make sweet, sweet love. Uh, you know, that's, that is probably 60 to 70% of the, uh, subject matter of this record. He's yeah. like, you know, we could, we could sit here and be mopey and sad about how we're, our love lives suck, or we could just fuck, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we could just bang. Uh, it's it's a little bit i'm wondering if this is like uh like like proto negging is that what dale mcbride's doing here <laughs> sort of like let's just be lonely together you know we're both lonely like, can't no, get any worse saying, let's be lovers not let's not be lonely together let's be together and be lovers and share a moment share some love you know trying to be uh, i i don't like cheating songs uh uh, Dale McBride just wants to make sweet, sweet love, but only sweet monogamous love. There will be no cheating allowed. Yeah. Uh, it is it, it, it. This song I'm mentioning purely for I'm for the quote and I'm quoting. I'm getting tired of hearts that break in four, four time, yes. which is probably the best cheesy song line that's ever been written. <laughs> that is that is the cheesiest of cheese. That is that is cheddar covered in Velveeta covered in queso. Like, yeah. it's just. All the cheese. I, I will but, give him credit. He he wrote this song in this way. But if if you look at the subject matter, uh, you look at the song. Uh, Neo has uh, uh, so sick of love songs. A much better song. Same subject matter. But I think that's the theme he was going for. But like, yeah, you might as well say you don't like songs about trucks or <laughs> or. I, I would I would gamble that uh, he came up with the. Uh, uh, hearts breaking in four four time and wrote a song about it yes. yeah yes <laughs> like, it's like damn that's shit. a good line that's a good line let's write a song about that <laughs> like yep yep and then uh it's like any uh, good freestyle rap line it's like one punch line that just needs the rest of it to link into it yes <laughs> and then and then the last track it's hell to know she's heaven if you just change the instrumentation of this this is like more emo than almost every emo song of the 90s like <laughs> It is it is the the saddest of of breakup tunes. It's so sad. Yeah. And uh I'm just impressed by by how how emo this can be as someone who as we've long ago established is a sucker for a good fucking emo song. Yeah. Uh and this just, you know, was was as emo as it gets. <laughs> I would say uh, the person, uh, the, uh, the writing something around one line. I've started a, an entire podcast career out of wanting to introduce something with Buenos Nachos and outro it as Asos Huevos. <laughs> those all, those two <laughs> lines came first. Then the whole idea of doing podcasting out came afterwards. <laughs> the uh, dream. Yes. Uh, Drew, what would be some of the key tracks for you? um well we'll we'll open with the open um a sweet love song the world can sing uh seeing the cover art um hearing we were doing a country record hearing how and where it was found and hearing where this guy was from i did not expect punchy electric guitar to open the record um but that's cool i'm all right with that um also this was the song with the fiddle it was real good and it needed more fiddle Mm-hmm. Um, because the fiddle really worked and added a cool bit of depth that kind of wish the rest of this record had. Yeah. Um, my girl. Um, my the girl. slides in this were the wrong one. 
close. Just um, talking about my girl. I, I am just talking about my girl. <laughs> my girl. Um, the slides in this one, the the twanginess is nice. Um, it's an easy country crowd pleaser. I think is adding some twang with a little bit of sliding, and that's all right by me. Um, and then I, I don't like cheating songs. Um, if you look up country baseline in the dictionary and you were trying to find the most stereotype country baseline that you could put in the dictionary next to that definition, it would be this or something like it. Jesus, this baseline was a giant country cliche just hitting you in the face. Um, I think Squiggles by his uh, smile and his laugh can agree with me on this one. <laughs> Holy yes. cow, this baseline. Um, and then the entire song is, ah, I hate country music cliches. And I'm like, tell your bass player to play something different than bruh. <laughs> like, suh, dude, what are you doing? Um, and then um one more uh Christmas present. Um it's hell to know she's having. Um, and I'm specifically bringing this up to bring up the fact that like four tracks earlier he said he hated country music cliches. I'm just <laughs> gonna point that out as the most tear in your beer country music songs I've heard in a very long time. Jesus. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Brett, what 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 key tracks would you zero in on? Um, I I too will talk about my girl. Um, unbeknownst to everybody here, I um I'm doing some research. Breaking news: boo 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 boo. Dale McBride was a member of the uh, the Texas Prunes. Um, making cliche country music uh, and in in claymation. Um, this is the most seventies TV theme song sounding song I've heard in a long time, um, uh, from the harmonica and the really bad reverb, uh, uh, that like is not only on the backup singers, but it is also, but slightly different on instruments. Um, but, uh, the, 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 the thing that stole my heart about this song is there's a, like a guitar lick that's played. It's like one note that's bent like, and wiggled around for a little while and then moved up like three frets and wiggled around a little bit. Um, somebody decided to put that through a chorus effect, like, <laughs> and it's a single note through chorus and it's, it's, you know, it's cheesy old chorus too. And I, 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 I could get behind that. Some, somebody's like, you know, I, my, my role here isn't that big, but I'm going to make the most out of, out of my halt who goes there line on this, in this play. Um, uh, and you know, I, 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 I want to talk about I don't like cheating songs. Um, those are actually fact of a, a favorite kind of country song of mine are the cheating songs. Yep. Um, uh, there, there's, there's better uh, steel guitar playing than I was expecting. Um, there's also the sound of a drum, I think. It kind of sounds like a guy flicking his, his index finger against his cheek to make that sort of knocking sound. Yeah. Um, there's, there's, yeah, kind of, oh, we've not quite the water drop, but there, there is a, there is something going on there that I, I couldn't quite land. I, it will be the, yes, it was the, it was the, that, that noise. <laughs> We're on an audio podcast. <laughs> well, let's, let's describe noise. I have had trouble in my life being like, how do I name a sound? So. You know, if you don't know what a vibra slap is, how do you describe what a vibra slaps? But yeah, um. But yeah, there, there's also uh, like some parlor piano. Nothing says country music like a piano being banged on. Um, 
in a ragtime fashion just without the the good piano playing it, it works it fills a fills a job um but uh it, it's a kind of a weird song but it's dumb enough to be enjoyable um and uh it's hell to know she's heaven um the greatest song about uh thinking about somebody else banging your somebody that you had once banged um you know it's uh it, it's also noteworthy because it's it's that kind of song <laughs> it is a cheating song that will make somebody cry in the bar um but uh you know it's i i all three of those songs make me want to figure out if i can uh get on the jukebox uh search from my chair right here <laughs> and make the 86th street pub listen to dale mcbride <laughs> um Touch but tunes. uh time yeah, I, I, the, magic. I once you learn that you don't have to be at the bar to make everybody listen to Nickelback for the next hour. Um, yeah, but yeah, those, those are the songs that stuck out with me. A lot of these songs sound alike. Yes. <laughs> um, this is this is country by numbers. Yes. Yes. Uh, I think that's the best way can we can sum it up. Country by numbers. Uh, super generic. Milk toast to be exact uh, in so many ways. Uh, let's bring it back around the horn and have some conclusive thoughts. Uh, Patrick, what will be your conclusive thoughts on this album as a whole? Um, it, it's country music, which has never been my genre. Although, I think this was when country was still good. I feel like the last 15 to 20 years have been very unkind to the genre. And it's mostly just become worse pop music. Uh, Dale McBride wrote some fucking sad-ass emo songs. And some songs about uh, making sweet, sweet love. And I think that's something I can get behind in general. Uh, I, I like we, we did this, you know, for fun, basically, for the for the joy of listening to something off the wall. And actually, I didn't hate it at all. I mean, it's am I going to listen to this all the time? No. But do I regret a second of the time I spent exploring uh, Dale McBride's Let's Lonely to be, to be, Let's Be Lonely Together? Absolutely not. Yeah, it's fun. Yes. Uh, Drew, what would be your conclusive thoughts on the album as a whole? It, it's an album. The album exists. Um, we listened to it. There was country music on this album. There was a guy named Dale McBride. He sang. Um, he wrote some songs. Um, and at one point while listening to this album, I was writing. I sort of listening to the album as I'm doing things usually throughout the week. And then I'll sit down once or twice and like, just listen to it. Like just only listen to it. Um, I may have almost nodded off once or twice. And that's the first time that this has ever happened to me. Um, it, it, it exists. There's, eh, it would look, there was some production work that went into this album and that production work was really well done. Other than that, there. Yeah. It was. Uh, yeah. It was just white bread. It was yeah. just there. Yeah. Uh, Brett, what would be your conclusive thoughts? I, I, I can't say that this album is bad. It's not awful. There, we've listened to bad. Um, <laughs> when actually we haven't brought Michael Jackson yet, but. Um, it's it's <laughs> we should uh it's actually a really good record uh go figure um but you know uh, this 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 is not a really good record no. it's an okay record 
Um, it's 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 dumb in the way like old country music is like that. It's sort of dumb. I mean, yeah. If you're into recycled themes, if you're into people doing things that have done been done before, just not as well. Um, excitedly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, but you got to give it to the guy. He's got his face on the cover of an album, uh, and uh, his name written in rope. Uh, that that's, I, 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 I bet he has a really awesome belt buckle and probably a cool car at the time of that photo, yep. but he's probably an okay dude to hang out with. I don't hate probably the man. Is an okay dude, and you can probably go check out his band. There's a guy with the last name of Vaughn in his son's band, and I doubt that he's related, but I bet he wishes he was. Yeah. But <laughs> this is this is a country album where most of the people on the Wikipedia page do not have hyperlinked names, so yeah. you know it's it's one of those. Yeah. Uh, it happened, and then it ended up at a at a Goodwill in Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> Uh, it's not one somebody kept. <laughs> uh, and yeah, Dale McBride, uh, God's bless him. Uh, he did sound like a, like a married dad singing country music. Cause he was, he was a married yes. dad singing country music. And I think that's the biggest thing that, that the biggest sign, the biggest like, uh, telling factor. He was he was he was he was not a wild musician, you know, young musician, not about on the town. He was married and had a kid. I I, <laughs> I just I just had a revelation in my own head of what the album cover reminds me of. It's uh, Woody's Roundup from Toy Story Two. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're welcome, Internet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. Let's. I mean, we we have our opinions, but let's let's talk talk to a true expert in the field, and let's get his conclusive thoughts. Squiggles, but your expert opinion. What's 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 the what's your conclusive thoughts on this album as a whole? I think this was pretty close to being a good album. Like I I agree that it's it wasn't a bad album. But it was close to being a good album, but it just failed at every step on every track, pretty much. Just when I thought a track might be good, uh, the singing, it was it was mainly the singing. Uh, it en- just ended up uh, letting me down and leaving me in disappointment, uh, which coincidentally is now going on my list of song ideas. Letting me down and leaving me in disappointment. Yes, yes, sir. Let's build a song around it. It's a hit. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. This is this is a fun little ride of just discovering a fun little good thing <laughs> at Goodwill. Uh, just an amazing picture, an amazing looking dude, <laughs> and a mustache. And I think uh, I think it was fruitful and it uh, made for a fantastic uh, special episode. Uh, now we get to our haiku reviews, uh, we sum it all up in poetic form. Uh, let's go same order. Uh, Patrick, what is your haiku? A country album. Gail McBride just wants sweet love and no cheating songs. Mm -hmm. Uh, Drew, what is your haiku? 
PD found country and we had some work to do. Made me take a nap. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brett, what is your haiku? A good exercise. It's good music adjacent, but it isn't great. Uh, I'll do my haiku. Good wholesome country. Perfect album for those that don't like cheating songs. <laughs> uh, Squiggles, Matt, what is your haiku? Almost good album. Fatal flaw at every turn. I'll take new writers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll take new writers as well. Hell, we could probably even... <laughs> Maybe next time, Squiggles, when you're here for an actual album, we'll, we'll do something from them or, or, or the dead. Uh, that'll be a fun work with experiment. That. Uh, but that's that's another time. Uh, hope everyone enjoyed this uh, this fun little romp at some milk toast country music uh, and an amazing mustache. Uh, Squiggles, it's the, it's really the mustache paired with the hair. I yes. think <laughs> yes. The mustache, the hair, and the smile, the kind yeah, of the Luke defeat, Skywalker defeat, haircut, yeah. The defeat in the eyes <laughs> of of marriage, you know, just as you can see there, yeah. Uh, the shirt dead inside. This is the shirt. How many the buttons best. down do you think that's unbuttoned? Uh, I'm gonna go with right there. That's 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 <laughs> the last point where it's unbuttoned. All the rest yeah, of I that think, is buttoned. <laughs> yeah, I think there's only one unbuttoned. And that's right. Actually, here in the lapel. I should probably correct myself. I think there's only one that is unsnapped. So there's another button to button. I, I don't. Uh, well, I mean, uh, we'll see. I, I don't know how hard it is. If it is the hardest one to button. Um. Uh, the I don't see a button there. But yeah, that's beside the point. No need for all this. Uh. There's, you know, we'll we'll get back to our regularly scheduled programming, uh, at, you know, at a regular date. But hope everyone ha- is having a great holiday season, uh, and a, and a nice Merry Christmas. And I hope everyone finishes out this weird ass year well, uh, and has a great time, uh, and has a great 2017. Uh, we all wish you happiness, joy, and happiness. Uh, yeah. Uh, Squiggles, he's at M Riddick W. Uh, Matt, what what do you got anything going on in the world? Uh, just M Riddick W pretty much everywhere. Uh, MatthewAlton.net is where you can find my music stuff when I bother to put stuff up there. Uh, I'm hoping to get another video up fairly soon. Uh, and I got a text from uh the one of the guys I play with, and he said. Let's record a mini Christmas album. And I said, okay. So who knows? Maybe that'll be up there soon. Yes. Uh, or it will have already been up there. <laughs> yeah. This is up on Christmas. <laughs> so look out for that. Maybe there's something there. So go yeah. There. Um, but yeah. All the rest of us, you know, you can find us all over the internet. Patrick is at Swacker. Britt is at Hibbity Bibbert. H I B B I T Y B I B B A R D. Drew is at Exclusive for X. I'm PD Rave. The show is for Record Breakers. That's the number four Record Breakers. Recordbreakerspodcast.com. Recordbreakerspodcast at gmail.com. Rebelli.net for this and other shows. Rebelli TV on places. iTunes, Stitcher. All of the things. Until next time. 
What also, are we doing next week? I don't know, a regular episode. It's, okay. In two days, we'll do a regular episode. And I, I don't remember. This is our Christmas special. So, happy holidays and a Merry Christmas to y'all. Don't, don't cheat. Hasta los huevos. Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>